Welcome, everybody, to America's least professional podcast. This is... Talking with Trees. I'm Tree. And I'm Jake, a.k.a. Body by Jake, a.k.a. your three-time nativity, New Bedford Half Marathon champion, feeling a lot more chipper for this episode <laughs> with uh, two glasses of tequila sour in me. Nice. Um, so today we will be diving into episode two of season eight of Bachelor in Paradise. Can you believe this is still going on? Uh, it is not at all. It is a hellhole. <laughs> anyway, um, before we do get into it, I'm gonna address, uh, gonna address the elephant in the room, which is that me and Teresa have not received a single lick, not a single dollar, not a single uh, free piece of merchandise from any of these supposed sponsors. So until <laughs> I start getting some free sweet swag, there will be no more, no more, no more sponsorships. <gasps> There will be no more shout-outs. I don't care if you're asking for them. You better ask for them with your money. Open them pocketbooks, all right, big guy Amazon? Bezos better open that fucking money because I'm ready to sell out, baby. (laughs) All right, Teresa, tell us about today's episode and maybe some of the changes we'll be doing. So like we said, we're doing episode two of Bachelor in Paradise. Uh, For episode one, we went through chronologically order of the episode, kind of giving play-by-play in our takes. This time we think we're going to switch it up for the remainder of the season and go instead uh, player-by-player and give our thoughts on their overall performance in the episode. And then at the end, give an overall Take I'm much more color commentary, not a not a play by play guy. Yeah, so we're really trying to play into Jake's strengths since this is his audition tape to be a wrestling commentator. I really hope, uh, you little rice crispy treat, you you can snap <laughs> crackle pop me any day of the week. Hey, keep that to the Lord Regal himself. Right. Anyway, so today we're going to be starting off with the play of one Logan Palmer from uh from this episode. Uh, so takes Shanae on the date? Yep. Or so does we... Shanae take him on the date? No, Shanae takes him on the date. Oh, you're right. Yeah, she Shanae gets to takes rewrite him. her love story. Right? A new Shanae. This is Neo Shanae. Yeah. Uh, they seemed like they had a fun date. I, it's I, kind of the classic Paradise villain redemption arc. Yeah. I, Shanae's carrying that story, though. He's yeah. He's very frat boy eh. Um... <laughs> Maybe they sent him home with COVID because they were just like, dude, you are too fucking boring. We are. Oh, God, yeah. If we we lose viewers in, every time you're on set. If we want to get into the COVID conspiracy theories from that town, that's a whole other podcast. That's but, a whole other podcast, but um, he's, bore, he's boring. He doesn't do it. For, he doesn't yeah. turn the needle for me. In this moment, like, watching this date, it seems like they might be relegated to happy couple boring yeah. status, which would Inoffensive. be such a shame to lose Shanae to that. Shanae Logan, Shanae We'd be getting Shanae and losing. Losing Shanae Nae. Great point. Logan see, doesn't seem like he can carry hey, anything more than that, but... Uh, uh, I, the women the women of uh, Gabby and Katie... Or the women. The yeah. men of Gabby and Katie season generally... Uh, they didn't know what they were doing. Very, very ineffectual for the most part. Yeah. All right. Enough about that. Don't want to rag on my guy Logan too much. Uh, he was already named Logan, so he was doomed <laughs> to a life of being a Ouch. classic white boy. Um, Teddy Wright. Teddy had that date with Andrew the previous episode. episode. I don't think they got a lot of screen time as a result on this episode. Yeah, I think they were sort of in aforementioned happy couple Mm. status. The day oneers. They're they're doing a lot of day. Yeah, no, she's got fantastic hair. By the way, oh my god, fantastic hair. hair. 
Yeah, all, the, like beautiful all around, yeah. but like incredible hair. I mean, everybody's beautiful on this beach, but like I think Teddy just, uh, I don't know. In the same way, Andrew is like leagues above most of the men in yeah. terms of just being like a handsome fucking devil. Beautiful. Man. Teddy is gorgeous. Yeah, they're a beautiful couple. But yeah, no, did not get her. And, and you know, that's kind of the trade off. When you get a like date, you kind of anticipate a drop in screen time the following episode. Yeah. For the most part, unless you're really bringing the drama. Unless the date's the drama. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Um, Papa Mike. Daddy so. Mike. So nah. he he's sort of go. He's also a happy couple. Sessions. Day oneer, another day oneer. But we we see a little bit. We see this conversation mm. about um, yeah what it's like to be a single parent, uh, and once again, I am not personally impressed by Sierra, but Michael seems to be. So mostly, we just yeah. got a lot of shots of them. <laughs> you know, you're not always gonna be fr- uh, best friends with your friends and you know, other. And I consider me and Papa Mike friends. So yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like Freddie Roosevelt doing the fireside chats. You know, yeah, <laughs> just like you know, touches my heart. Touches my heart. I, 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 if they turn. Papa Mike into a villain, I will never forgive them. Yeah. I and will, I don't think they are. They better not. Which, he got first sand. He got first that's sand. All, that's all we that's usually That's the only yeah. protected player sass. And yeah. I don't think that they... I think that they like him. And I right. think that he's in what seems like it will likely be a stable relationship. And I want that for him. Do you think Mike is... I, he's clearly not in the pit. Otherwise, he'd be blackballed. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's a loyalist, nor do I think he's a fence player. Do you think he's like Switzerland in this? He's just kind of like <laughs> he's so for TRR that he's he's, uh, he's not even engaging in the in the dialogue. Engaging. He's not even engaging in the dialogue. It's beneath him. I would love that for him. I would mostly I would love, love for him to be in the pit, but if yeah. he's not, a, love yeah. that for his kid too. The last fucking thing that kid yeah. needs is to get dragged into the sauce wars. Yeah, no civilian fire in the <laughs> sauce civilian, wars, guys. Yeah. Let's keep it all above ground. Yeah. No orphans here. Yeah. So, Shanae, we've talked a bit about her. I, honestly, I like her redemption arc. I, it's, it's, I do too. It's if, the anime fan of me, but I fucking love the, the star. I love a good redemption. Yeah. It feels a little reminiscent of Big Bye Trash Can of last year. Oh. Um, I would say Shanae has more charisma than Big Body Trash Can, and that is, oh, yeah. that is facts. Yeah. To quote, would, to quote my Maya and Aaron, facts. Enormous <laughs> facts. <laughs> Would love to see. I think they tease that he'll be back. Uh, oh no no no! Yeah, he, he was in the he was in the preview for uh, tomorrow's episode. Um, I, yeah no, Shanae is definitely and she she was a better villain. Thomas was like, oh yeah only villain via edit. Shanae was actively going gunning for yeah, that villain. Role. I can see Thomas being a douche, but that's the short man complex of me again. <laughs> I got a lot of personal stake in these things. <laughs> mostly um, based on the mostly based difference. on their height. Like yeah, Mike yeah. short guy, friend. Yeah. Thomas big guy. Fuck him. <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> fuck him. Enemy. Enemy. <laughs> nah, Tom, big body trash band really got a good redemption arc. He kind of got like the awkward yeah. guy. Like oh, when he, they leaned into him being awkward instead of him being like suave. Yeah, smooth. Like yeah. it was so much better. Yeah. For him. I guess I, I so uh, with that note though I like the Shanae redemption arc for yeah. her and I'm enjoying watching her but also God I she was so entertaining as so, a villain and I do miss that. So speaking of since I already mentioned my love of anime if she pulls an eyes and and fucking long cons her way like that's true you know pull pull takes the glasses off gels yeah. the hair back and just goes full full scorched earth scorched villain. scorched earth you know wouldn't be mad yeah. 
Yeah. Would not be mad. I think it would be fantastic. I would, I, would, I would get back on Twitter and tweet at Bachelor in Paradise and Shanae just so I can put the Eisen taking off his glasses meme. Ooh, nice. That's a, I'll hold you to that. Thank you. Um, Andrew, we kind of already covered. Not a lot of screen lot time. Of screen time. But, like, just got to mention... Fucking, I love Andrew. I, I love forgot. Andrew. Two seasons made me forget. What a sweetie. We've just been like kind of bombarded with yeah. like, because we got, Rose. between that, we got Clayton and then we got Gabby and. Um, and Michelle. Michelle's season. She- oh, that's right. Yeah. Because we had Michelle's season Katie, after then Katie's. Michelle, then Th- Clayton, then Gabby Rachel. <laughs> that's a lot of so Bachelor. Lot of so people. he got kind of lost in my brain. Yeah. But I'm I fucking love Andrew. Big Andrew fan. I fucking love that guy. Yeah. Was it? What is the letter, Kenny? Thing. Great fucking guy. Great fucking guy. Uh, Serene, another day oneer. Yeah, she and Brandon are canoodling up. I don't think we see much of them at all. Like startling lack of screen time for who I can only assume is a is a loyalist here. Yeah, yeah. Because he, you said you saw him on the tour thing. You don't go on that, and you're not a loyalist. Ah, Caitlin Bristol. Uh, Brandon. Oh, we're still talking about. I thought we were still talking about Serene. Oh, well, we're talking about both of them. They're kind of, oh, they got the Brandon same comes deal. Up next. Well, yeah, because now they're coupled up. He was so forty RR. Um, he no, I saw Justin. Oh, okay, okay. I saw Justin though. Brandon was maybe one of the tour people. I don't remember actually. Yeah. Regardless, they're they're not a lot of screen time, which is kind of surprising because they lo- they're leaning into the yeah. day oneers. I mean, well, because part of the issue is that like. If you're, like, the people who are dramatic get screen time. The people who not, are loyalists yeah. get, are protected, so they're not going to be embroiled in drama. So they also, like, we're just going to see shots of them, like, snuggling on a day bed. So they're going to get less death threats, which is, seems yes. like a fair trade-off, right. actually. No, I would take that for sure. Also, uh, this uh, player list that we pulled up for, to to go through our, for ourselves, uh, just really hot picture of Brittany, who's already a very hot person. I yeah, I mean, you weren't doing a lot of work there, camera guy, but like, yeah. yeah. Uh, Brittany. Um. Oh my God. Brittany was the MVP. 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 And why is that, Jake? Do you want that to is because for? she swerved Romeo, who tries to swerving fucking pull her aside, swerving, gets second, uh, and she was swerving. And drive, that woman was, and like a quiet fucking start, like episode yeah. one, basically a non-entity. Yeah. Um, I was excited about her though. Yeah. No, I was I, like, I would like to give, know more about Brittany. Yeah. She seems cool. And she got episode, so screwed over I did not care season. as much about her though. I'll be honest. Episode one, as I, now I'm like full in. If Brittany does not make it at least three quarters of the way, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. She, and I mean the real line, Romeo. So yeah, let's set, let's set the scene. We're not going to do full play by play, but this is the play of the week right here. Like if we had a, uh, a top, top 10, this would be nine of them. Yeah. (laughs) We, so Romeo's gotten like, like cold feet around just, uh, Jill. Jill. And he starts, he goes over and he starts talking to Britt and Which is a mistake because she's apparently homies with Jill. Right. And she... Straight up is like, listen, Jill's my girl. Like, I am not going to fuck with this. Like, you're kind of... Right, like, basically tells him, like, uh, I'm not interested in you. I'm sorry. Yeah, Yeah. Jill's my friend. I'm not going to do this stuff. And he full-on goes for the kiss, and she just... He doesn't even graze cheek. Yeah. He doesn't even touch cheek. Like, dramatically turns away. And, like, 
I was like, oof, girl, that, like, I feel you. Well, go, no, like, because his, his lead was so awkward. The killer, though, was you got the, the, the camera guy there deserves a raise because they managed to get a full on of Brit basically laughing yeah. as she swerved She's it. She's like, oh, God. Nope. Nope. No. And it was, uh, and then they cut to her I, ITN, ITN interview and she said, she's like, um, he wants to know if I would take his rose, but, uh, if he were to ask me, I would say, I'd rather, I'd rather get, get hit, hit by, a, by bus. a bus than accept your rose. Savage. That line was fun. Like, we saw the swerve and we were like, damn, that was, first we saw the, the, sa- the swerve itself was worthy of the play of the, of yeah. the game. First we see loyalty to Jill and we're like, damn, she's a homie. Then we yeah. see the swerve and we're like, damn. That's also hilarious. And then we hear the fucking hit by the bus, and we're like, She's kind of got, who's that comedian whose name we can never remember? The one who says all of his jokes in the monotone. Stephen Wright? Yeah, Stephen. She's almost got a Stephen Wright delivery. Like, she says all these with a straight face. And, like, not really, like, emoting a whole lot. And that just makes him even better. Yeah. I was not expecting her to finish her sentence with, I'd tell him I'd rather get hit by a bus. No, no, that was a pop out of your seat moment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, more on Romeo and Jill later. Yeah. Uh, Jacob Rapini. Honestly. Do you watch this episode? No, he did not. Um, he, we don't know who his rose is going to go to. No, because he's kind of got like a little bit of... Doesn't he go on a couple of different like things? Chats. Like, chats. They kind of tease that uh, he's a free agent uh, in the preview for the following week. Yeah. Um, he hasn't done much since the voluntary nudity play. You need to cool off. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like Mass Effect. You need to cool down after you cool use one of your down. powers. <laughs> um, doesn't yeah, do he's much. he's been floating. I would say, as much as I hate a voluntary nudity play, yep. he seems likable enough in like a douchey kind of way. Yeah. Like, he kind of seems like he could be a secret goofball. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't hate him. I, I don't... I think I'm warming up to him quicker than I warmed up to Kenny. Last. Yeah. Um, oh, oh we got to talk about Genevieve, and we got to talk we about Justin. It. Yeah. We got to talk about Genevieve, and we got to talk about Justin. This was a bad Genevieve episode. This was a bad Genevieve week. And honestly, this was a good Justin episode, as much as that probably sucked yeah. for him. Yeah. So we'll talk about him in tandem here, mm-hmm. um, and we'll also touch a little bit on Victoria Fuller, who we're, you know, we need to give her own space because yeah. she deserves it. Yeah. All hail the queen. All hail um, the queen. Very, very great play. Um, so Justin is asked on a date by Victoria Fuller. Yep. He says, yes, this is day two. This is day two. Day two. Yeah. He has this spent, is what you he do. spent day one talking to Genevieve. And it had seemed from, again, just the edit, edit they had showed that it was like kind of stilted, like uncomfy combo. Like, but like the whole narwhal thing. Yeah, but, but they're definitely still like, you know, kissing and stuff. Yeah, but and also, Genevieve is like, oh my god, I'm so into him. I'm so like, this is the best. Even in the new game where they like love their day oneers yeah. and don't want people to like actually play the game. Yeah. They still don't like expect you to turn down dates until yeah. like week Late. two. Right. Then oh, it's... Way, way later than that. I think hope. week two, you're okay to turn down a date. Yeah. Have we seen that before? I think it's normally later than that. It's normally later, but I think by week two, you could kind of get away with it. Yeah. Whereas, like, day two, if you're turning down dates, you don't want to be here, and the producers are going to get you axed. Yeah. Because that's not the point. You're pulling a breaded piper, and you're out. Yeah. (laughs) You're out. (laughs) You're in the bad bugs. And so Genevieve, like, is not... And he tells... He tells her. He's he's very respectful. 
I'm gonna explore. And she's like, yeah, go for it. Whatever. Yeah, and then spends the, like, she gets 30 minutes of screen time just pissing real in her head. and shitting yeah. and, like, yelling at people. Real, and I'm like, dude. Yeah. This was a real, it was a real heavy Genevieve episode, and I wanted more Brit, less, less Genevieve. Genevieve. Because, like, I don't know, I had no strong feelings really prior on Genevieve, but just, like, her going around and making, like, everything miserable around her. And I don't know if this is a play, like, if she's like, I gotta get the camera to stay on me. Yeah. But, I mean, it was not a favorable look, and we're starting to find villains aren't getting very yeah. many good views, yeah? Yeah. They're not getting those bumps. Yeah. And, so, like, you're giving yourself almost a, at least an anti-villain narrative. At least, a, like, a fool narrative of, like, you're going insane over this person who you've known for one day. Yeah. And, and so, I don't know, maybe, like, you know, you hit the alcohol too hard early, yeah. thinking you're safe, and then you got hit with the situation, yeah. and you were like, shit, now I'm drunk and, and I, dehydrated? And I totally, yeah. And, and I have I to totally piss, and they won't let is, me? Yeah. <laughs> Tosh can't pee, Tosh can't poop. And I totally get that it is stressful somebody that like goes on another date. It and like she may have only brought it up a few times and they just use every clip of that. Yeah. We never will you know, editing can change everything. But... I know, but she was also like in multiple different locations films being miserable. Yes. So like unless And a lot of like they were asking her to go talk to people and like be miserable, then that was le- that was a her decision play. Yeah. That was a, a decision by her because she was in so many... She was at the bar. She yeah. was at one bed. She was at the other bed. She was yeah. hanging out with people near the pool. Like You just... Like you, you, you won't survive this game if you can't handle on day two somebody going out with someone else. Yeah. I mean... It's... Yeah. Yeah. Um, and for Justin's part, honestly... No, wasn't like a huge Justin guy going into this. Like I knew his whole face play. I knew he was building his brand around the face play and the memes. Um, I like Justin. I thought yeah. that he. Oh, I honestly liked, liked him better after this episode. I yeah. thought like you handled that very maturely. You took this ridiculous concept of a game show and kind of managed to put it in a very respectful way. Yeah, I thought that he. Handled talking to Genevieve, and then yeah. she, she was a little, like, too in her head and non-communicative. I and, think I mean, he got frustrated, thing. but he was also, like, kind of in his rights to be frustrated. Like, yeah. you're yelling at me, yeah. and all I did was go on a date. Yeah. The other thing I think that frustrated me about Genevieve in this episode in particular was that, like, she was spending all day complaining to everybody else about um, the Justin going on the date. And then when she finally got a chance to talk to him about it... She was like she walked away. She was like she she made him go up to her. Right, she made him go up to her, and which then is she was, fine. He was like how are you? And she was like it's fine, like nothing's wrong. And so when you're it's bad communication, not, yeah. When you're when you're actively shutting down communication like that, when it's so clearly Sunday ways in you, I'm like ah, this is not. Yeah. It's, it's not, not a favorable not a good, look. It's not either. a favorable look. And I felt like Justin was trying, and yeah. uh, he had that one shot where he clearly was just like. Like when Victoria F was walking up the ladder above him. And oh, he was clearly checking was, out that ass. Yeah, I good for you, boss. Him. Great ass. Um, All right, uh, so we are at the nineteen minute where we gotta keep moving here. Haley, not a lot to talk about here. She's she's listen. She's Rose Chasen, and you can't will, blame her. I will say she had a fantastic line when Romeo in his oh. fuck ups asks like, uh, which might have been spliced together, but Romeo's like, hey, if I offered you a rose. Would you accept it? And she was like, uh, no, sorry. No, sorry. <laughs> that was amazing. I think she did said, quote, 
Oh, me? No, sorry. No, sorry. Like, almost like... Oh, oh no, you're, you're asking... To... Oh, no. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm not that desperate for a rose yet, brother. Yes, yeah. Sorry, Haley. She seems nice. I'm sorry nobody's interested. Yeah, I, Jacob's not disinterested. Yeah. Jacob's the wild card here. Anybody Jacob's could get a fucking card. rose from wild card. Even Luce, who spent most of this episode Luce. either bitching out Logan or running amok, uh, could still get a rose from Jacob. Like, he is all over the place. All right. This is why I want to make sure we devote some time to Romeo and we devote some time to Jill. Yeah. So, this is very similar situation of Jill being upset with Romeo. Yep. For going to talk to other women. Being interested in other people. Here's my take on why it's different. Yep. Based on what they said, mm-hmm. it seemed very much like they've connected, they've met up. I almost, I, do, I want to take you down to Conspiracy Town. Bring me down to Conspiracy Town. They had a Brendan Piper agreement going into this. Okay. You last until I get there. I last until you get there. We coast, we get our followers, we bounce. And then they both got there on day one. And, yeah, and, I mean, from Jill's perspective, she was like, fucking sick. All right, we just need to be a day oneer. Yeah. I don't think Romeo wanted to be a day oneer. Yeah. I think Romeo wanted to fuck around and then fuck go hook up with Jill. Yeah. He wanted to get there day one. He wanted fuck to be around. Maybe Jill shows up, like, you know. Day seven, eight, Two weeks ten, in, it's all good, bro. He's been, um... Yeah. Uh, like that very much was the vibe. Like it didn't. Yeah. He was. He looked like a man looking for the sex. Right. Because and like Jill's reactions. I mean, she said that they had met before. But they seemed like a little bit overblown for what was happening. Yes, but not lends credence to the conspiracy town that there's uh, some unspoken. And like it was, it was very much like not outright said because that would get edited out. But like. Yeah. A lot of, like, he, we had, like, I was, like, trying to trust you. Like, there was a lot more, like, dude, we had a bargain. Yeah. <laughs> kind of language. Maybe I'm reading too deep between lines. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm constantly stuck on the bus to conspiracy town. <laughs> you just won't get out. <laughs> I won't, I won't. Sir, it's this your stop, and you're like, like no. Not all the again. way, loop me around <laughs> again. It felt very much like an agreement. I think also, it's shady, like, you know. I've done some shady things. Uh, yeah, they guess. That's not true. Yeah. <laughs> I know, you're very... I'm a big fucking softie. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. One of the shady things I would look at is if, like, a friend, while they were hooking up casually with, like, one person went to their friend and then was like, yo, let's also hook up casually. Uh-huh. Like, that's just not what you do in the real world. Yeah. Yeah. I And maybe maybe it's, I don't know. Well, it seems like Romeo's gonna get his comeuppance with uh, maybe nobody wanting. His he might rose. even fucking leave. He might get there. Nobody except his rose. He just books. He, he just books. says, "All right, see you." Yeah, I'm, I'm on. Gone. Like he, he, he was distraught. I, wonder, was I don't cr- know. He if was, we've... He, I think maybe it was a difference in the reactions that has me more sympathetic to Jill. Like Justin sat there, yeah. he explained, whereas Romeo felt like just kind of like. Romeo was the non-communicative one in this situation. And, like, kind of just, like, no-sold all for, like, concerns. Yeah. Um, whereas, like, Justin was like, I understand. Romeo was just like, I don't know why this is a problem. Yeah. And he also kind of did it without, yeah, telling Jill at all, like, hey, this is what I'm gonna do. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, there was clearly... Also, he wasn't asked for a date. He took the initiative to go be like, yo, I'm gonna fuck around and find out. And apparently this was somebody he fucked around and found out with before this as well. Right. That it was a... Yeah. I've actually never... I don't know if we've ever seen if somebody gets their rose rejected every time if they have to go home. They just just boogie? Yeah. I I mean, like, do you have to? They get to stay. They have to sink in it. They Mm -hmm. have to really dwell in it. Which is what Romeo is going to do, I'm sure. He's going to... He might get somebody to accept his rose, but he'll sink in it because he'll know that person's not taking... All the women were turned off on Romeo. Yeah. I don't know. I still feel like I could see, like... I know she said no, but I could see, like, a Haley accepting... I could see Kira. Kira is a producer plant. You can't yeah, change my mind. True. And she needs to stay on the show. And Romeo is now in their debt. They're like, motherfucker. This is this is a, this is how we're editing you see, uh, episode two. You want this to get worse? Yeah. No. No? Then you do what we tell you. We own you, motherfucker. We own you, <laughs> You're our pawn. <laughs> uh, so that's... And, like, Jill, I don't know. I... I if it's a continued pattern of this kind of behavior then yeah maybe it is a bit of a red flag but like i swear there was almost definitely a brendan piper agreement yeah and i will i will stake two two cents on it i'd be intrigued to see if jill survives the week um oh i don't think so well we'll get to that after yeah who uh how she acts in other relationships all right sierra sierra we've touched on already like not a lot of screen time yeah just yeah. kind of like, you know, sitting Happily there with, with Mike. Daddy Mike. Mac yeah, and... day wonners. Yeah. Not getting a lot of screen time this episode. Day wonners? There's just not a lot to do with them. You get like a date. They, they get happy, yeah. They get that one date at some point in the season. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Casey Woods, the old, other old man. The less <laughs> lesser yeah. known old man. Did who, we get much of him in this episode? No. Not really. He was talking You talked with Mike someone? about getting his nipples rubbed yeah. by... Uh, but who was it? Luce? Kira? Kira. Kira. And he was like, yo, she's too wild for me, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> At 30, what is he, 37? I, I would hope this, uh, what is she, 26-year-old is too wild for you. Yeah. That's so good for you for knowing your limits, brother. <laughs> um, old man, TBD, apparently a musician from Miami Beach oh. at 37. That's what I'm seeing here. Um Jill, we've already discussed. Kara's a producer plant. I think she's safe. She has no guaranteed roses, yeah. and I bet she's still fucking safe. Oh, she's from Philly. I don't really Philly, Philly. Philly. I like just uh, causing chaos. What'd she do? Did she really do much? I don't think so. She's trying. No, to get... wait. Wasn't no. she involved in the in the um in the Shelley? The she- the. Oh my god! Sally we haven't thing? talked about Sally. Because well, that's because Sally's not a player list. on right now. I all right. Let's take. A oh, quick... wasn't that Genevieve's other freak out? Was the Sally thing? Yes, we had oh to take a God. quick pause. God, this podcast is going longer than I expected. That's but we right. had to take a quick pause. We have. To We're talk the only about ones going to listen to this thing. Yeah. So Sally suitcase. Genevieve, I think. No, Lace finds. Lace finds a a suitcase that's labeled Sally. And she's like, "Who the and fuck is Sally?" And she's like, "Who's Sally?" So she gathers some women. They go. They uh, clearly also doing the producer's work. <laughs> yeah, they open up this suitcase, which is which I think was Lace's only big contribution this episode too, for the most part. Wasn't yeah, Sally. true. Yeah, but uh, they hey, open she up knows this how to throw that drop, bro. <laughs> and they find in this. Uh, vibrator, which they go back and forth on black boxing. And then not. And then not. And 
a waffle maker, and then they're like, Wells, what is going on? And Wells tells... Oh, my like, lord. Let's... Uh, I... Sure, well, let's dive into Shelly. Let's dive into Shelly. Sally. Sally. <laughs> Sally, sorry. Sally. She's not on the show. I don't need to know her yeah. name yet. I'm not going to pull a Logan. <laughs> so, but Welsh just tells the most ridiculous story. And it's With, unclear like, just badly they... acted by the producers. Yeah, and Wells. And Wells. And it's unclear if they want, to want bury us her? to legitimately think this happened. It's also unclear. That was why we were annoyed Genevieve was because, like, we couldn't tell if she was the most or least aware of what was going on because her reactions were so... Uh, my take is oh she was trying God. to figure out where her loyalties lie. Does she want to be a loyalist yeah. or does she want to join uh, the Game the of Roses staff with uh, on their the side? And I think she made her decision for the loyalist by the end. And I believe I gave you this conspiracy town. I'm going to run it back because okay. my whole thing is going to be wild conspiracies. Great. Your conspiracy. Sally, a.k.a. Shelly, <laughs> went ahead and collaborated with the producers. She's like, yo, we've had villains. But we haven't had is monsters. Oh, yeah. We need... I told you this during the show. You did. Tell for we our We need listeners. a horror movie monster. A la, like, Jaws, a la the Cloverfield monster, where you don't even see me for the first, like, four or five episodes. You don't even see me, but my presence is felt. Mm-hmm. What you're gonna do is you're gonna leave my bag there. You're gonna put a vibrator in, you're gonna put a waffle maker, you're gonna label it nice and clear, you're gonna send one of those useless little stooges <laughs> to go find it and report it to all my worst enemies. And then, pandemonium. <laughs> and that, sure enough, that's what worked. It was yeah, pandemonium. It was Everybody pandemonium. was, the men were like, who the fuck is Sally? Like, the women just... were like, ah, Sally! Like, ah! she's, like she's fucking Freddy from yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. This kept leaving her suitcase in various places on the beach. Uh, yeah, no, I kept like, I, she's gotten more screen time despite not being on the beach than most of the day one couples. It's true. It's true. <laughs> it's nuts. So, Conspiracy Town, she's like, yo, I know villains are doing numbers, but what about the monsters. horror movie monsters? I'd love to see how her numbers are doing. Be wild. Um, so, that was, that was that Sally, was Sally, a.k.a. Shelly. Uh, Kira, I believe, was part of that chaos. Oh, um, right, because she took the vibrator and right, it into Boom Boom Room. Because, you know, yeah, that... She's going to make it to the, like, far end as a producer plant. And I don't know. She's doing a good job of it. Yeah, she's getting a lot of screen time. I just... I, you know how I feel about overproduction, dude. Yeah. Hunter is paired up with... Not really anyone definitive. Uh, Maybe... Was she... Johnny? Logan. Oh, wait, no. Haley was Logan, and then... Uh, and then Shanae took it. Yeah, I think it's Johnny. Johnny? That sounds right. Um. But not much going on. I always mix them up is the fucking problem. Let me check my notes real quick. Uh. Yeah, no, 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 it is Johnny. It is Johnny. Okay. Okay. I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's Johnny. Yeah. Okay. I'm not even, who fucking cares? They're fucking interchangeable anyway. This is the least professional podcast. Mm -hmm. Alright, but there wasn't much screen time either way. Shanene Gum stole Logan stole from, from Haley. Haley. So yeah, then it's Johnny with Hunter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um and Hunter's just kinda her most interesting thing for me right now is being from North Carolina. Shout out to you, Brendan Nash. Um, and we already touched on Lace, so that's just about everybody. Victoria. Oh, Victoria! She's, not on, the she's list. not on our list. 
But we got to mention her. I'm so excited to have her in paradise. The I think the best player, um, including Lace. Lace has the talent, yeah. not the like relevancy right yeah. now. Victoria Fuller has, has the like IQ for it and the relevancy to be like. And everyone's scared of her. Everybody's terrified. She's yeah. intimidating as shit. Yeah. She's going to run this fucking beach and I am excited for it. I'm just, I would love for her and Shanene to do two different, but like, we've talked about this in Bleach terms, as you've probably listened to our podcast yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. If Shanene is the Aizen, the like kind of quiet person who then reveals herself to yeah. become a villain, Victoria Fuller is the Ginichimaru who like, you look at and you're just like, you're a villain. You're a villain. <laughs> you're a villain. Yeah. And then they are. And I you're like, it. oh yeah. I knew it. Yeah. Oh, man. So, Victoria Fuller, stealing away... Excited. Stealing away oh. Justin in that chaos. I'm interested... Like, if Justin does not give his rose to Victoria, I'll be like, what the shit, dude? Yeah. Well, the thing is, you can see in the preview that both Genevieve and Victoria are there. But, like, I can see, like, a case a... or somebody giving it yeah. to Genevieve. Who is he attached sure. to? Yeah, I'm not sure who... Casey, Jacob, he's a wild card. Yeah. All right, so let's talk. So three women are getting eliminated. My prediction is Hunter, Haley, and Lace. Okay. I'm predicting Hunter, Haley as well. Yeah. I think it's going to be Jill. I think after this explosion, either Romeo doesn't offer the rose, maybe he gives it to Kira now that he's in the producer's pocket yeah. <laughs> after seeing how bad of a week two ended yeah. he got. He's like, can I just, like, propose to this other girl, and then, like, we can be done? And they're like, yes. Mm. But she's also going to cause a shit ton of drama. You yeah. just have to sit there and watch it. So oh. I think Jill's gone, um, and she's going to get a great fucking send-off where she's just like, Gets a love you, love you, fuck you, Romeo. Fuck you. Love you. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think Jill's will be my third woman okay. sent home. Um, any general takeaways from this episode? I just still can't get over the show that they put on with Sally's. Oh, it was so bad. And it was like, it, it shows why they can't have their like own producers ever like sub in. That's why they're doing all these casting calls. <laughs> their acting was either intentionally bad yeah. or like just actually bad. Yeah. I'm sure it was a little mix of both. But I, I mean, they were trying, they were... I don't know what it was. Yeah. I, I mean, don't know I, what that was. And I was. know that... I, it felt surreal. I know that, um, like, Bachelor in Paradise, as compared to The Bachelor, they, like, never take quite as serious. Right. It's, like, more jokey. But, like, this was insane. I, I felt like I had slipped into an episode of Portlandia. Yeah. Like, I was like, yeah. this is so... This is bizarre television. Like, this is, like... This is, like, always sunny, like, kind of levels of ridiculousness. Yeah, it was. So, that was, uh, that was really my big takeaway. Yeah, no, that was wild. Apart from that, pretty uneventful. Honestly, yeah. kind of boring episode. Yeah, kind of they lead up to the rose ceremony. Honestly, the biggest thing was, like, uh, of the episode itself, apart from Sally, the looming boogeyman. Yeah. <laughs> the Jason of this episode uh, was probably Romeo's breakdown and him, like... Taking the taking trying to get the positive shots of him crying in the ocean. The man try, tears. The man tears, yeah. as previously alluded to. But yeah. um, I mean, boring episode. Standard bip. Do you think this is gonna be kind of consistent? Monday episode boring. Maybe Tuesday episode has more juice. Hopefully, 
We'll see. Hopefully, I mean... I mean, if Tuesday does... It would not be surprised if Tuesday also lacked juice. Like, they're losing their touch. The seasons normally pick up, but I feel like... Part of the issue is I feel like these players are too... Like, we're getting too many day wonders who are like, I already have formed... I've either met you and formed I think that's what they're trending to. We had, what, three day wonders, technically? We had Mari and Kenny... Day wonders, technically, even though Kenny yeah. fucked around, he did not quite he find came, out. He came back. <laughs> he fucked around, but he did not quite find not out. Find out. <laughs> uh, you had um, Noah and Abby were pretty much. Noah and Abby were day one, and you had grocery store Joe and Serena. And Serena, yeah. They were right away. That was three day wonders. Yeah. Just last, like. Yeah. Like I feel like that's what they're just boring. They're boring, but like that's the safe play. That's what keep, because they need yeah, to no, show that this process yeah. works. It's yeah. not a bad process, but you're right. It's boring. Right. But I think that's the players are trying to like and, Do and it. understandably yeah. so keep themselves safe. They yeah. want fewer death threats. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so hopefully I, if the season picks up if there's anybody who's going to do it, it's my it's my 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 villains uh Victoria Fuller, yes. Shanae Nay, no longer yeah. Neo Shanae. Yes. I want Shanae. Neo Shanae Nay. And I want uh, the, the... Sally the monster. Sally the monster. <laughs> All, right. All right. Um Okay, so for anybody who bore with us for 37 minutes, props to you. Um, and if you know of a good <laughs> we'll sponsor who's back. willing to send us some great merchandise, uh, let us know. Uh, this has been America's Least Professional Podcast, Talking with Trees, I'm signing Tree. off. I'm Jake. Uh, have a good night. <laughs>